You're listening to Bellwether's podcast with Matthews Joseph. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Bellwethers podcast. And this is your host, Matthews Joseph. And today we have Nehemiah Abraham. He's a good friend of mine and he's also the CEO of WordGift India. He's the founder of Aleph Production. And he's also the visionary of Outpouring Conference. So, and there's a lot more to that. And there's a lot more, this is the shortest bio of Nehemiah Abraham. There's a lot more to him. There's a lot about his story that we are going to explore in this podcast. So welcome back to another edition of Bellwithers Podcast. And Nehemiah Abraham, welcome to Bellwithers Podcast. Thank you, Matthew. It's so great to be here. And it's an honor to be in the podcast that you're doing. I really appreciate this. Uh, thank you so much for those kind words, but I'm actually happy and proud of what you are actually doing. And ever since 2019, when you started outpouring conference and when you became a visionary and you uh, and you, you actually got in touch with different people and you guys organized one, a, a, a revival conference in the in the nation of India. And you know it, the rest is history. How it has changed uh, the course of it, yeah. and you know you guys are planning to, for the second edition in Dubai soon. So I think a lot of people are excited and pumped up about that. And you know, even I'm pumped up as well. And we are actually hoping that, you you know, the third edition would probably be in the United States. So I'm actually <laughs> waiting for that. And let's hope that God is actually going to do something amazing. So, yes. So Nehemiah Abraham, would you please tell your story in a nutshell so that after that we can get the questions and we can actually get to know more about uh, the, ma- the, the, the brand Nehemiah Abraham has built in India. So just your story in a nutshell. Sure, bro. Thank you so much for the kind words, bro. It's uh, really an honor. Yeah, so my story is uh, similar to most uh, pastors' kids' story up until like probably like three years ago. I was born in a Christian family. My dad is a pastor. And I was in, in the front line of ministry, church ministry, always on the stage, playing, worshiping, things like that. But also at the other end, I was the most uh, most notorious kid in my school. So my school history is quite bad. I actually got kicked out of three schools because of uh, my discipline issues. And I ended up finishing my school on an open school syllabus just so that I could pass my 12th standard. And so it was quite strange. I was almost uh, very discouraged in that season and... In a, in a in a very bad space that God really encountered my life and from there started to change and I really realized that God wants to do something for my life he has a special purpose and I just surrendered to God and it's been a magical journey since then bro like every single day just like, I love the verse uh, from Psalms 23 6 it says goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I just confess it every day that today I have goodness and mercy for my life and it's just been going to glory. It's, it's not that I still don't, I still don't mess up or have issues in my life. <laughs> I do, but the pro, uh, but the good part is now that with everything we do, with everything I am doing, I still have that notion. Okay, in my weaknesses, God is perfect. We just give everything to God every day, and it's it's way better. Wow, that's totally awesome. Yes, as a person who has heard Nehemiah's story, uh, almost last month, I think it was last month, we actually had a conversation. 
Uh, I think it was uh, towards the end of September, we actually had this convers- a long conversation about the story of him. I think it was like a two-hour call that we both shared our stories. And yeah. I'm telling you, it's something that you can be, and people who hear us, this is something I'm telling you guys. It's something really that you can be inspired about because this guy has a lot in him, you know, uh, God actually changed the course of this guy from a notorious kid, you know, to someone who's actually an entrepreneur right now, who's leading different people with different teams into different creative works. That's what Nehemiah Abraham has been doing. And just like I said earlier, he is a CEO of WordGift India. So uh, WordGift India was actually founded by his father, and now he's actually running the organization. And in times of this COVID season, Nehemiah, uh, uh, and I think in the last six months, you know, we've been, uh, since March 2020, we have been almost into a lockdown season in almost all of our lives. And, you know, made, many businesses actually took bailouts and uh, even failed in the season. But what gift India has been making a swift progress in these days? And how were you able to make that progress? And how is that pro- progress advanced so far? Yeah. Good question. Uh, I think for our advantage, what happened really was when my dad started the company back two, three years ago, uh, he was mainly dealing uh, on the retail, retail, uh, no, I'm sorry, on the wholesale part of the business where he would supply. So we make uh, Christian gift items and a lot of different merchandise related. That's our, uh, that's our go-to uh, main thing. So my main aim when dad started the business, dad's main aim was that he wanted to make Christian gifting easy. Like whenever we go, we don't find a lot of Christian products or giftings. So he was uh, manufacturing a lot of products and then he was supplying to different gift stores throughout India. So that was his, uh, that was his, uh, that was his business SOP. So everything he did was related to selling out to different stores all across India but the moment lockdown hit, all these stores have closed. So nobody was buying from us now because all the closed the stores are closed. Suddenly there's a there's there's a there's a uh, there's a big challenge in front of us. And I was in Sweden finishing on Bible school the moment I came back, lockdown, everything is happening. So then we actually launched online. I thought it's it would be a great idea to just launch online and just try it out. And we were we were already doing some sort of small sales online through Amazon and different things like that. But I really felt need to work on a website and launch it. So I myself with a friend of mine, we both worked on a website. We built it up in one week. We launched the thing. And I think September 1st, we launched the website. And it was just amazing, like, how people responded to it. And I think in one day, like, our average footfall of the website was, uh, average was, we used to hit 1,000 or 1200 and sometimes 1500 visits one day in a website which was which was pretty good for my numbers like i was i was amazed and the sales conversion was also pretty good i was like god this is this is this is a good idea that you gave us that we really need to venture out in this space and i felt that uh that, that, that somehow if we didn't take that if we didn't take that decision or we didn't take that challenge up I, I still remember we were working up all all night late, working on the website. We had a deadline and I, I really like working. So I'm a workaholic. So I love deadlines also. So it really doesn't matter. So I really thought with doing all these things, we w- would we even see something happening because it is something new for me? Because my problem was, I don't know how to measure the success of this thing because I've never been in this field of like online, like 
some of some of my friends are really good into this IT and stuff like I am not that great uh and I really had no clue on how to measure okay is this good or is this not good so so then just like everything we were doing was just first hand so I just put in all all my expertise in that all my experiences that and somehow in that season it really pulled up and september october november here we are and i think uh, that was a significant move that god inspired us to do and i loved i, I love how uh, i i i love this fact that how god has given us the freedom to make good decisions and also bad decisions like even if i didn't end up making that decision we might have been might have to cut down on some employees that we have might have to cut down salaries that we have to give or do some things to reduce the reduce our expenses but i think we were able to uh, we were able to manage pretty well giving full salaries and doing all the things that we were doing and because of that decision that god allowed us to do wow you know i think uh, of the people uh, of the people that we had in the last 10 15 episodes uh most some of them were creatives you know like people who calligraphy artists and people like that and they've all made one thing mentioned clear that you know how covid actually was actually a big disruption for them but that was also a step forward for them and just like you know how word gift actually progressed in the season a lot of people a lot of creatives like this all around the world all around india uh different states you know different countries have actually coped up with you know uh instead of seeing uh and you know i'm i'm i love the saying which says like this one man's obstacle is another man's opportunity and people yeah. actually grab that opportunity and you know and you know and the rest is history and how you actually can boom your business so that was like an incredible story of how word gift india is actually you know uh, increasing uh, 1500 visits per day that's actually pretty awesome uh but moving on let's get to the next question this is pretty interesting because this issue has been addressed so many times on this podcast uh by different people who are actually in the audio and video industry and different people have given different perspectives about this particular issue uh, but as a ceo of alif productions you know something that you have actually founded and something that you're working on you know uh, and i think you you uh, you might be one person who actually has been affected by this particular statement that i'm going to say next audiography and videography are two of the most underrated platforms in the world and i wouldn't i i wouldn't just say underrated it's like the most underrated uh and you know a lot of people have actually be who actually have uh, working in this field actually know that this is actually underrated and how has alif productions helped in making a shift into this perspective yeah man that's quite an interesting question uh i somehow feel that i'm not the right person to answer it but i'll do my part in doing this because with alif productions we deal mostly with audio video is not our forte and i'm i can say it openly because i have not really done a lot of video work but with audio i can say uh, i feel uh, since when we started alif productions we were dealing mostly with church related issues and the problem with i mean i'm not blaming it on someone but the problem of this entire thing was a lot of people didn't understand the value of how this is important for us to really step up our game in terms of audio in terms of video so what they thought that whatever we are doing is reaching out so we really don't need to do things so with our business also with people's uh like when people ask okay this is what i want to do can you guys help us and when we share our vision okay i think this is how we can bring the best out of your situation or your budget out of your scenario i would have always faced with these question but i don't think people need it 
but my challenge was if we do this it's going to be significant i really think that this area is where we can really expand and it will help you your your organization and i really love bringing uh, empowerment to organization as such so i felt the the notion of of the general church in, in uh, would be just okay we are happy with what we are doing and i don't see i mean maybe now but when i started i didn't see the necessary push from the church like where we really had to decide okay now i really want to step up my game i really want to be, be the best guy in audio and video in india i really want to be the best like whatever i i do i really want to do the best like i remember there was one conference that we did specifically where we we really had budget constraints and we had no idea how but i still had that thing of excellence in my heart that like okay if my name is associated my brand is associated we'll just do do it somehow and make it look the best make it with with the limited budget that they have and and since i knew that this was going to go out and i was like i i tried my best with the organization can we please do something we want to do a good job here i know that you have your budget constraints but i really want to do something so that pastor actually uh, spoke to me so okay okay i'm going to trust you with this one man i really don't have the budget for this but i'm going to i'm going to do something here and i'm going to just somehow do uh, something significant which, which can help you but in terms of production and audio i said yes pastor if this does not work out let's see an alternative to find out let's uh, how we can work this out but what happened is uh, towards the end of that conference the pastor was so surprised like the very next day in this church he had like with this church of 40 people and 50 people oh sorry with this church of like i don't know the exact number but the number of new people in this church was 40 people the next sunday and all not on all but most of it was because of the content that he has put up people really wanted to know okay, what is this church doing what is this church like why is that the stuff they're putting out is pretty good so it really helped them so that pastor was encouraged because of that and he said could you please come and do more trainings in our church where we could learn about things like putting up uh, putting up an event and since my company alf productions we mostly deal with event management and hospitality management and things like that so he said could we do a training of how we can do better conferences how we can do better events and i said sure we could so i really i really felt that what that pastor did in terms of just trusting the next generation okay i'm going to take it i'm going to take a risk but i'm going to give you an opportunity to show your showcase your skill showcase your gifting that you have so that it could so that it could make a difference and i i really feel that uh that was the move that the church has to make today where you really have i mean there are so many talented people in the church bro in my church and in a lot of churches you will find people who are talented and these people are the people somehow we forget valuing the same people go outside and they get great jobs and everything but we forget to like these are the gemstones that we forget to realize and encourage and value and all these guys are really looking forward is not necessarily monetarily they are just looking for some encouragement and some uh, someone to just be with them and work with them and help them mentor them and i feel that if the previous generation the leaders of our generation would just say okay guys i'm going to trust you with this would you do a good job or like even if you mess up i'm still going to help you somehow 
I think that would be a really good push for the younger generation to just take up the mantle. Like I, I, I really, I really uh, connect with how Moses gave the mantle to Joshua. He said, "Okay, I don't, I don't know if you have the experience or the things to do it, but I'm going to do it because that's what God has told me." But he ended up taking the people to the promised land. The only thing that he had to do on his end was being strong and courageous. That's what Joshua says: that just be strong and courageous and. I mean that word has really helped me in many seasons of my life, especially when I was, I was moving out of India for like one year. And I, uh, would you mind me just talking a little bit about that? I I know that we are on that question, but I think this would really help. Definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah, go ahead. You know, uh, yeah, it would yeah. be a great inspiration for me anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, last year in August, randomly, I mean, quite randomly, not exactly. But it was not really planned. Uh, we had this opportunity. I had this opportunity along with one of my good friends to move to uh, to move to Sweden and be in Bible school and study for one year there. And since we had not really planned this out, the only way to go out was in faith. And I was really questioning myself: Okay, do I really have this kind of faith to just go out of my comfort zone and just go into a into a country that I don't know anyone? I have no friends. I literally I had no connections. In that place, and I just had a word from God that was this word: be strong, courageous. And again and again, people would come and uh, just prophesy that over my life, and it would connect so well. To cut the story short, maybe we can talk more about this later on uh, when I share my life. But uh, to cut the story short, we took we took on a when we got on a flight, we had no place to stay. Like we just like I remember my mom asking me. Where are you gonna stay? I said we'll just take a hotel or something till we figure out something. <laughs> and it was just a blind move. Imagine moving to another country with a bunch load of your uh, baggage and everything, and having no place to just go and dress yourself. Like God, you figure this out. You said you'll make a way. We are just be confident in your word and going. And me and my friend were just talking. Okay, this is fun, but this is scary. But I remember we reached. Uh, it was the connection flight. We reached Ukraine. Still no sign of. Like we had kind of texted a few connections that we had. That uh, if we can somehow get some place to sleep for a night or so, till we find an apartment or something. And we reached Poland. We had uh, sorry. We reached Ukraine. We had no connections. Nothing showed up. So meanwhile, I was also looking up on Airbnbs. And different things like that, or maybe hotels. But the thing is, even the cheapest hotel would be like something which was really out of our budget, and, <laughs> and it would be really far from where we had to go to Bible school. So I said, "Man, this is going to be a challenge." And the moment we arrived Stockholm, we got a random text by a random guy we don't know, but through one of our connections, said, "Okay, guys, I'm going to open up my house for you guys for one week, so you can come and stay." And meanwhile, you find a house, and I said, "Wow, that's amazing!" And and you know, with the Swedish culture, it's not really uh, people are not really hospitable. It's just that culture that they have. People are very private. It's one of the most uh, uh, it's one of the most private cultures in the world. Like uh, even if you're walking on the road, you can't say hello to people. That's how the culture is. For someone like from that culture to open up their house for us, and say, "You can come and live in my house." You can use the kitchen. Just feel free at your home. 
mean since we are from india like hospitality is our culture but it's it's not the same in sweden especially for strangers and as like wow god you really know how to do uh, miracles <laughs> and we stayed there one week and i actually saw a dream of the house that we are going to move into and it happened that way and we lived there for some time and then we got our own entire apartment and then we lived there for like most of our time and and just how wonderful that entire journey of this trusting god and this believing i want to come back on that on how you just step out on the one word that has been given to you and i believe that's also similar to our generation like the one word that we really have to be uh, focused is one word that god gives you like for me for the last season was be strong and courageous because i was stepping out into the unknown just going but i know the 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 journey that i did somehow will inspire a lot of people who are who are behind or coming and i really love this song from uh, rick pino and the song says that the, the journey that you are taking will leave footprints for the for the for the coming generation to walk on and i just i just saw that picture that me doing something maybe none of my family members have done none of my friends have done nobody really understood but like for me to just step out be obey that word and i just saw a massive full of that so yeah coming back to the question where i really feel that we have been entrusted with such a great responsibility at at this generation like you me all our friends and but the thing that we have to do on our end is just to be faithful to the word that god gives us just to be faithful uh to the gift that god gives us and obviously as we do that we build trust with our previous generations with our pastors where we can all eventually end up doing a better job at what we're doing even if you are even if you are doing something with audio video in your church or even leading worship or even like cleaning up you can do a better job you know i think that's really i mean that's that's really great you know what you just shared you know i think uh how every job matters you know what you just like at the end said because when you're doing something it takes a lot of commitment you know and uh be it whatever kind of job even if you're a software developer or you're you you are a host or you're an anchor or be it whatever kind of job that you're working out everything has needs a certain level of commitment and especially in the audio industry and we have been seeing a huge shift you know and you know in recent times most people uh, there is a value i mean uh, usually audio industry was undervalued right now it is actually coming up more people are realizing the importance of how good audio and how we how good we does actually can change not just churches but even organizations like you know who takes music videos and even as simple as that you know, people who do 3 minute videos and 4 minutes they understand that audio is not something that you can take lightly but that is something that you should take very seriously and that which you should develop and i think that culture is actually coming into us and i believe that and i'm really happy to see and i really believe you know i think this is something that uh, we need to see so that was about alf productions and how audio and video is actually video industry is actually being changing and also the small story back story about how nehemiah abraham took a step of faith to go to sweden uh, country you know and i would really call this like the real kind of blind faith where you actually step out into the dark and you had no idea where you where the next direction where god wants you to go and but then you know god just paid away and god is a way maker 
And, you know, I think that, and that's the best we can say because, you know, I think God has made a way when there's an impossible situation. You know, I think a couple of episodes back, we are actually having an interview with the Red Sea Films, uh, the founder, Anand Paul and Sheen Angelina. And he was actually saying whenever he hits a roadblocks, he calls that a Red Sea moment. And he says, you know, God is going to make a way through the Red Sea. So, and he's had a lot of Red Sea moments in the story and he mentions <laughs> that. And, and I think that is actually, and I think we all have our Red Sea moments. Uh, where we, we we see like you know there is there is no, nothing, and you know we we actually see a wise sea in front of us, and you know and again God is faithful enough to make a way over there. Moving on uh, to this third question and about outpouring conference, and you were actually one of the visionaries in outpouring co- conference. They also, I would like to give a shout out to uh, three people. Uh, Sam Thomas, Isaac Barty, and Paul, uh, the three people who actually worked with Nehemiah Abraham on uh, outpouring conference, because I think uh, without all four of you, I think uh, it would not have been possible. It's not just one man's effort, but it's a combined effort with God's hand. So, you know, and uh, I, I think we really should give a shout out to these three people. So if you guys are listening, uh, Isaac Barty, Sam Thomas, and Paul, uh, you guys, are, you guys did a great work with Naomi Abraham on Outpouring <laughs> Conference. It has changed yep. a lot of lives. It has impacted a lot of people and a young generation standing up for revival in a country like India. And that is something very huge. That too, in the capital city of Delhi, the capital of the largest democracy in the world, that is revival. And that is something that was great, something that come out of people like this outpouring. That is actually the right word for that. So... And I have a lot of stories of how outpouring conferences actually impacted lives of different people. But how has that impacted you, uh, you know, on an individual level? Yeah, man, I think this is the story is really close to my heart and has really shaped me. Uh, I mean, uh, it obviously was a huge success, but with all the challenges that we faced and all the doubts that we had in our heart, I really want to be honest here. It really shaped my heart. In, in a way where I can trust God more. Because this was, uh, again, whenever I speak about this, I just say that this was something way more than the person Nehemiah Abraham. And I re- even remember uh, on that day of the event, when I was just closing up on the stage, I said that, guys, if you remember sometime God trust, God will trust you with something that is way bigger than you. Like even like, okay, if God brings something up in your life that is way bigger than Matthew. So Matthew has to actually bring up people who he trusts. Okay, guys, have to do this together. So outpouring was that. Uh, I'm just interrupting us. you here for a moment yeah. because there's something that on our first episode, Bonnie, Bonnie Andrews, as founder uh, and CEO of Life Jam and Transform Cities, he said something very, something very much similar to this. The vision is always going to be bigger than the visionary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I thought I should just like mention this. I mentioned this to a lot of people and, you know, always the vision is going to be bigger than me. This podcast, what I'm doing, it's always bigger than what God has called me to do, what I am doing, the the scope of this uh, or the reach of it is always bigger than me because I cannot change people's heart. Only God can and only stories can. And always the vision is always going to be bigger than the visionary. So, yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to say that one quote. (laughs) Yeah, man, no problem. But what I felt with this entire move, like, uh, just to give you some backstory, uh, when I came back, as I said, uh, I was kicked out from three schools. My last school was a boarding school in uh, Kerala. And I came back, and I was finishing up my school in open school. And in that at that point of change where God really started to work in my life, I felt that there is a, there, there is a special purpose for my life that God has put. So I just wanted to... Uh, bring together the youth of our church and some some friends uh, friend 
and just do together. So we organized the first uh, outpouring conference in our church. And that was uh, not a big thing. Some people came through and uh, it was in our church only. And but, but, but it kind of showed that God can do something through you in my heart. Like that, that was opening for me that, okay, uh, if I trust God, uh, it's actually God also trusting me with things. God is also trusting me with uh, influence. God is trusting me with resources. God is trusting me with his vision. So, so it's a it's a mutual trust that, and I just uh, and that that kind of opened my eyes. So after that, uh, I think probably one year after that, I just heard from God again that <clears throat> you have to scale this up. Go to the go to different churches in Delhi and take a bigger venue and do this in a bigger way in 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 the city level. So we had some few churches that we worked along with uh, who are friends to our ministry and friends to the church so we did it again uh i i am really bad with dates but uh maybe three years ago we took up a small uh, small place against with small i mean compared to what we did the last time small i think we had about 600 people uh the last conference but again this conference was a step up from what we did and not in terms of people and anything, but in step of step up in terms of my faith, like how much I had to stretch out. And I was just, I was, I was a small boy there, and all the people who were just coming up and asking, "Who's this guy? Why Abraham? Who's this?" Uh, and all these pastors, who's organizing this? So what I had to do, I had to put a covering letter of my dad's church. Okay, the church is organizing it, so I had to put it up because nobody knew. Just, just so that people can trust and connect somehow. And that was my story for that. But 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 we saw some amazing uh, result on that one also. And many people were blessed. And actually, it was such an amazing uh, time that one. And after that, I just, okay, God, this is this is pretty good. And we should do this every year. But the next year, we didn't see anything. I mean, I didn't hear from God in specific. Then I, I was like, okay, this is not this is not something which is... Uh, which God is like telling me to this is not something planned or like it's not an organization as such. Uh, then, then 2019, when uh, there was this huge conference in the US called the Send. I'm sure you must have, most of you have heard about that. Yeah, definitely. And I was I'm actually watching planning about, to go for the next one. It's actually <laughs> in Kansas City next you should, year. You should, you should. And I was watching the entire stream, uh, and I think it was nighttime for us because. It was daytime. And I started like 8 p.m. And the event was 12 hours. So I ended up watching the entire screen, 12 hours. I was up in front of a screen. I watched it 12 hours. I said, man, this is crazy. And I ended up watching the entire stream again for 12 hours. So like 24 hours, I was watching Sen. And I was so impacted by that. And, and it really, uh, it really b- brought a shift in my heart. And when I slept, uh, after that, I just saw this vision of what happened in, uh, in Send. It just caused ripple effects all over the globe. And I just saw myself in India. I just caught that ripple. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. That, that's the vision that I saw, that I just caught that ripple. And it's, since it's not just a, it's not just a brand or not, it, it's more like a movement, I just the moment I woke 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 up the next day, I just realized that this is what God is calling us to. Oh, this is and 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 I had this overwhelming thought in my heart, man. This is way bigger than what we have done, or like what I can imagine. This is like crazy. 
and uh, initially i was afraid to share this with people because even if i share this to people i was the main thought <clears throat> that was in my heart was like okay i am okay with dreaming big but what about the people i go and i don't want people to come up and tell me okay this is not possible which is good like where some people give you critical feedback which is good but like i was in that space like where i didn't want to hear anything uh anything negative because i just had the strong conviction from god that this is where god is leading us and like there was nothing in line with what it got with god what god put in my heart and where we were where things were going up and with everything i was like okay man i really need to get help here and talk to people so i just uh, i just prayed about it and god randomly uh, brought together friends and i remember i was talking to sam and sam was the first person i spoke to this on this and we were we were in a car we were just after eating dinner we were just talking and said okay this is something that i want to share and I said sure man let's do it let's let's do it let's think about it let's pray about it and similar with isaac he's also a guy who who's who who's comfortable with dreaming big so uh, i really felt a connection with these guys and we we three started to work together and started to plan together to pray together and we had our first meeting uh, we just called up a couple of our friends we just said okay let's just meet together this place we'll just worship and have fun it was not we didn't say anything about outpouring but then i ended up sharing my vision with these guys and people were i mean because i was so convinced i was so convicted with the vision people really connected and i remember <laughs> i remember during worship and everything after the sab just giving and and a call for offering and this is all our friends we were like the eight or nine people said we all believe in this vision man so we want to partner with you uh, we want to stand together and we all collected i mean people gave i mean with six or seven people in that room in a small jam pad you were just sitting and worshiping god and and then and what we took that space to actually give time to everyone to start prophesying into this vision and, and it was so special that that entire day was so special and we collected 10000 rupees that was our first seed of outpouring conference and what happened just want to share that what happened is during during the same time one of my one of my very dear friends is also organizing a conference called one vision and i really connected with that vision also and and similarly did sam so we both had in our hearts that this 10000 rupees we have to sow like even if it was our first uh, first offering we really want to sow this into that ministry into what they're doing so that it could help them even though it's not a, i mean it's not a significant enough big offering but it was really special and significant for us because that was our first offering or something that we collected we did that and later when we re- uh, when we all said okay with our team meetings and everything we had we say okay we go ahead with this vision we are going ahead with this plan let's just bring together the dates the people everything involved and i remember the initial thing looked very different from how it actually showed up on 17th of august 2019 the initial plan was okay we'll just have a conference one day we'll just have this one we had this one person in our hearts that we want to bring and i was like yeah sure let's do it and with what we had planned that time i think the entire people have pulled off the entire conference in say uh 200000 rupees but i said okay let's do it i think that's doable and at that time somehow it was doable in our like we could all bring in some money and resources and we could all do it 
but when we ended up actually working towards this i don't know one thing which was very special about the conference was people really started connecting with the vision and if you ask me what the vision was the only vision that i had in my heart was just to bring together people from different different corners of this nation and just come together just praise and worship god and just receive uh, an outpour of god and just go back and influence in your level wherever you are ministry business and that was in my heart and i i then i started talking to people i remember once we finalized okay this is the date august 17th we're going ahead i just called a few of my friends uh and just remember of calling up friends and they said yeah bro that's amazing i'll come down i said what you'll come down but this is in delhi this is not india and i'm talking to, like i remember speaking to uh, some pastors like the people who were who were resource persons in that day so i i i i had a relationship with all of these guys of how so all these guys like okay man don't worry i'm going to come down and just be there i don't want to minister i'll just be there to just support you i said what and then we i gathered back on the team meeting i said okay guys but i have a crazy news to tell you so these are the guys who just voluntarily signed up to come for the event now since they're coming we might have to do something with them <laughs> so like with all uh, with all like past amit uh alan uh past alan sam alex and everyone who was there on that day most of these people really came and be- became a part of the conference because they really connected with the vision and what's happening so with my part of with my part of i mean i was not trying to convince people okay now you have to come and i was to be honest like i was not even inviting people okay come and be part of this i was just telling that this is something they're doing uh and people were just really connecting and just i like most of these people they paid for their travel these are like the guest people like in india we have this culture of bringing people paying for their flight uh paying for the hotels and giving up giving them an offering which is good but this was radical to me because i have i have grown up in a church i've seen how things work and most of these people they said okay we are coming we don't want any offering we don't want you to book our tickets we'll take care of everything and i was like this is crazy because i've never seen that happen and in india for something like this to happen was like okay first of all these guys are pretty 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 busy pretty big in what they do and like for them to even take our time and think about okay now we want to partner with you like this is not just your event we want to be there with you support there so okay okay this is crazy and in one in one in uh, in one month the entire flow of the event changed from what we planned and to this and then is when we realized okay this is not this is not something that we are going to plan and then we did the entire thing again it was just crazy i mean i mean just to cut the story short because there are a lot of testimonies in this with how god helped us to uh, bring people together Uh, even with the finances and everything but i i believe it should really challenge people to just trust god and in that season one word that god gave me was those who trust on the lord will be like mount zion which will not be moved from psalms 125 and again and again whenever as you said whenever i would face a roadblock the only word that i would come back to is those who trust on the lord are like mount zion which shall not be moved and i was like okay this is the promise that god has given me i am stepping out just to share a small personal story because i think people relate to it during the time when uh, outpouring and everything came together i had i had say 30000 rupees with me in my bank account and uh, when we kind of did the budgeting and everything we realized that this is going to be almost 
13 to 14 lakhs together and i was like what i've never even seen that kind of amount anywhere and because my father kind of does uh, i mean he's in the church leadership and city leadership so when i shared with him that this is the amount that's going to cost it's like what i could do 10 conferences like that in that amount of money <laughs> i said yeah i know but this is something different that we are planning and everything and i really uh, thought how is this is going to happen and on on top of that i'm just sharing this so that people can really connect and understand that when god gives you a vision if you step out he he will show he'll show up and on that at that time i had 30000 rupees and i had say a debt of i owed i owed about 90000 rupees to different people and that was my debt that i had and i was like god with this debt and this small amount of money that i have how how would i how would, how do you even think that uh, something like this could happen and so we called together our team i said okay guys this is what i can do this is all the money that i have i'm going to put everything that i have i'm going to leave nothing and people all together they came okay they said okay let's pray about it. let's do something and the craziest part was like with the finances uh we i mean everything came together god gave me a word again that before 15th of august you'll have all the money you need for the 17th conference and it happened like till 13th we were still short of 1.5 1.5 lakh rupees and 14th one of my friend uh pastors from delhi he came up and he gave me 1.5 lakh rupees he said this is for the conference and on 15th we had all the money we needed but what happened that 80% of the entire conference cost was covered by the team of outpouring and we really wow. pressed on that and we believed on that because on the first meeting he said guys this is the vision that god has given us we want to be the biggest uh seed sowers in this vision and what happened is god started to bless each of our businesses god started to bless each of our organizations that the that the fruit of that would become seed for this vision and i would say 80 or uh if not 80 at least 70% of the entire entire conference cost was somehow covered by the entire team and that was radical for us man that was radical for me from 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 30000 to go to whatever amount and like crazy and i also made a deal with god okay god if you want me to go in this direction and everything i really don't want to worry about this debt thing like you take care of it <laughs> and with everything okay 16 we had a dinner party with everyone who was there and everyone was there sam alex alan ganta pastor hari rao amit kamble and every uh, rona and 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 few of my close friends were there and we were just in the hotel we were just chilling out having fun and randomly a guy comes up to me walks up to me and he hands me a blank check and he says god told me to pay your debt off and i was like what and the next day is outpouring outpouring conference and as like what's happening with this entire thing and obviously and before that there was another friend who came up and he gave me uh and he gave me 30000 rupees the money i put in for the conference initial part he gave me a check of 30000 rupees god told me to pay your debt off but i said my debt is 90000 said that's what i can do this is what god told me so the next guy comes up with a blank check he said and i cleared my debt off before that day and the deal that i made with god okay if i do this i want to be free of my debt 
I was so crazy. Like the entire journey from 16th. I remember I, I was not able to sleep. We were all chilling out at the hotel on 16th night. And me, Isaac and all of them. Like I was so overwhelmed with what's happening. And it was such a crazy journey. And on 17th, seeing God move powerfully. And and since, I, I mean, even though I am in event management, that's my business. Uh, I, I I wanted to be stress-free. I wanted to be free of all anxiety and everything else. So I called up Joe from uh, from Kerala and I told Joe, bro, you have to take care of all the production. And he said, sure, we'll do that. And he did an incredible job. But somehow there was some delay with the sound check and everything. And I started getting anxiety and panic. I remember I reached at the auditorium at um, before sound check and I just went and I saw like, Sound check is not happening. And I just freaked out. And I went to the last corner of the seat. And I just started sobbing. I was crying like a baby. I said, what's happening? And one of my friends, Stanley, he came. He came inside with me. And he just prayed. I was like, what's happening? I don't know. I don't know. I, this is weird. And I just realized this entire journey. Even with trusting God with sound check timings and everything. I realized that you really can't uh, manage everything. You really have to. You really have to have that notion of trust. Where you, okay, God, I trust you with this. God, I trust you with this. And that's similar when we talk about entrepreneurship and business. That's similar with things we do in business. You really have to trust God with the smallest detail. Okay, if you're going to design something, if you're going to do something creative, okay, I trust my skill of uh, creativity that God has put in my heart. But even with that skill and that gift, I really want to trust you, God, because you can do bigger than efficient 320 god can do bigger than what we uh, plan or think so yeah man that entire journey of outpouring conference just taught me to trust god more and more and more and more so now even if god tells me to do something that's going to cost 50 lakh or 60 lakh or 70 lakh in the kingdom i would just jump in even though i i cannot access that kind of money but i know that god has built my faith up in that level and 17th, the conference happened. And on 25th, I moved to Sweden. So it was such, that entire journey was such a crazy journey that God took me on. And even with everything in Sweden and how God really, I really knew that God is uh, building up my faith. And I know that he's still building up my faith. And in this season, it uh, and uh, last year, we we wanted to do the conference in Dubai. Uh but due to COVID and everything, we had to push it for the next year. And with everything I knew that if God would not have taken me on this journey and I would not have partnered with God, it would not have happened. Because God trusts us uh, slowly by slowly. He gives a small vision. We are faithful with God. That happens that he gives us a bigger vision. And and and, and imagine God just gives me, like I didn't go through all this process of trusting God and through this entire journey. And God would not give me something where I'd be like, oh, well, okay, I cannot do this. I'll, I'll end up doing a bad job or like I'll end up being overwhelmed and being, being in fear or something. So this entire journey, what it taught me was um, just trusting God for small things. I, like for me, the journey was, okay, I trust God with big things, but what about the the time that the flights are going to come, pick up? I was, I'm still afraid okay, when these guys come. Uh, like even, even though I assigned everything, I still have this. So I really had to remind myself again in that entire process from 10th of August to 17th of August, okay, God is in control. Okay, God is in control. So that, and and, and that really helped me in my time in Sweden because we were, we were out, 
uh, I mean, with me, me and Isaac, it was completely a fate journey. Like for us, for me, I would say if that entire outgoing season was not there, it would have been really challenging for me in Sweden. And like even if when I came back with now, with the business work and everything, so God really uh, helped to build my trust and faith in Him. And just to finish this entire point off, I feel. Uh, I feel many times we think that God is sovereign. He do, he does things. He does, but there is a sense of partnership that God is asking us. There is a sense of, as I said, mutual trust. We trust God with our limitations. God trusts us with His desires, His uh, His visions for us. So it's a mutual trust. When we do it together, we really uh, we uh, just 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 to explain this a bit. Like when a child is born. Uh, we really want them to uh, we we do everything for them we clean their poops we clean their uh, we clean their diapers we help them walk but as they as they grow up we we send them to school because we want them to learn they might not love it kids don't love going to school but we do that because we love them so it's similar with god like when when you're born again you feel like wow this is a bed of roses i am enjoying it but that's not the state that God wants you to be in. He wants you to mature. That's what it says in First John. It shows us like different stages of our maturity, from little children to being fathers in the kingdom. So I really love that part where we have to be be uh, be uh, actually uh, co uh, co working together to to come to a place where we are actually maturing in the kingdom. So it's not everything upon God. Okay. God, you do what you want in my life. That's true, but I have a responsibility. The moment you say, "God, you do everything," I have no responsibility in this. I have no part that I have to play. You are actually escaping off your responsibility. So there is a responsibility that you have. There is a there is a certain uh, there's certain duty that God has given you. So I believe this entire journey of maturing in the kingdom, we ourselves as an individual have a have a role to play. Yeah, I, I think I took more time than I was given, but yeah. Uh, I, that's fine you know but i'm like i'm i'm still amazed you know uh, uh, by the wisdom that you were just sharing you know uh, and you know how you actually trusted god in the process i mean uh, big debts you know i mean 15 lakhs you know uh, for some guy i think how old were you like 20 years or 21 years old maybe probably like uh, at that time and then yeah, you know probably. yeah probably you know having like 15 16 lakhs you know that's like probably something that is so huge that you know uh, i mean if it has me i'll be like you know i'll say you know which is the best bank which gives the lowest interest that would be my <laughs> first question but yeah this is actually yeah. amazing bro i mean what actually this has been you know as a visionary how you actually thought of this and how actually god gave you a bigger vision than what you can do and you know i think that is the importance of it because when god gives something i mean the vision is always going to be bigger than the visionary so yeah. coming back to the last question you know and you know you are an entrepreneur at a very young age so there are, there are a lot of people who want to be entrepreneurs in our, especially in our generation and you know and entrepreneurship has come up more like a new culture and a new trend and a new trend in this generation and how what advice would you give to someone who is coming up with adventures uh yeah that's a good question bro uh okay i'll just share my journey of uh my journey of entrepreneurship so the first business that i started was alif productions and how it really started was uh i had no idea of how businesses work but then i was i was doing freelance work and i just 
had to i was pushed to a place where i had to register a company because that was the amount of uh, transaction that i was doing i couldn't do in a france uh, freelance way so i had to set up a gst company because that that was my work force these like to be honest if that kind of project didn't come through i still wouldn't have registered my company because i i didn't have any knowledge so like i mean not to be spiritual but uh, just to give some basic uh, sense to people who want to be entrepreneurs first really get your uh, get your uh, facts facts straight about how you can run a company do you have to start a sole proprietorship do you have to start a partnership company or is it a llc or whatever like you really have to know what you're doing what you're what you're good at and start writing it down like with my my problem of running alif production was i had no idea how business worked because whatever i was doing before alif production i would do something for them and they would give me some cash gift okay here's your it was like that and i thought that's how business worked but that's now business work and when i did my first business then i realized okay now i have to i have to make an invoice i have to do taxing which i didn't do for a year bro and and, <laughs> and during the end of that i think i should cut that part out you know yeah during that part i realized then my ca called me up and he said okay you owe this much in taxes and i said what what's taxes so i had no idea what what taxes were i had no idea how gst works but i was still doing and 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 and, and i made quite a lot of money that first year and it's similarly in that process where like when you come into the kingdom everything is a bed of roses for you i said oh this is business this is cool you earn a lot of money so what 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 happened was all the money that came into my account i would just spend it lavishly i would go by the <laughs> I would go buy the fanciest things. I would eat at the fanciest restaurants, and I, 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 I never thought through the entire process. So, uh, my first advice to any entrepreneur who's coming up, just speaking from experience, is just uh, really know your stuff. Know what you're good at. Register your company uh, in what you want to do. Like I was just advising all my friends. Someone advised him that he he is an entrepreneur. Someone said that you have to start a private limited company. So I had to actually tell him. what's the difference between a private limited company and what's uh, what's a sole proprietorship so then he said oh i thought it's just the name difference so <laughs> i think i think that education really plays a part i had i had uh, uh, since i had no education i had to actually get help so that's also good advice that i can give you that get people around you like for me uh, i had friends like sam thomas i had different friends who were already in business and i would just go up and ask for advice ask for help and they would just give me help with whatever they have and it really helped me go grow up as a businessman as an entrepreneur because somehow what happens is how we scale business is on profit but i i believe that's now that that's not how we should scale business how we should really scale business is in terms of influence and in terms of the change that you're bringing around and when 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 i really started to question myself on alif production the first year so like to be very honest first year in terms of profit we were pretty good but when you look at influence and and change what we brought in the in the marketplace it was zero and it's like all the people who worked with me for alif production on the first year would never work with me again because that that was that that was the kind of businessman that i was and that was the kind of that, that was the kind of business that was but when i really started change things came into line and then i realized that it's not just about profits it's about uh, it's about bringing change in the like answering people's problem so i think the very practical first advice is that that you really need to get help 
uh, and get your things right, register your company. There are different pro- procedures. You go into that, and you really need to do. Even if you need to start a company at this pro- at this stage that you're in, maybe you can you can do your business without running a company uh, for some time, and then you register into a company. And and to give some spiritual uh, advice on this also is as I said again, just trust God. So there were some projects that I knew. Okay, I I can just pull this off. This is just. And since uh, Alice Production was a consultancy uh, consultancy agency, most of the things that I was required to do was just to make phone calls or exchange contacts, and that would be it. And many times there were some projects it was super easy. Okay, I'll just do it. But those easiest projects would uh, somehow be in some kind of issues or roadblocks because I was just too confident on my skill. I mean, God has given me a skill of management and executing things. But as I said, even with that skill, there is a there is a part where you trust God. And there were some projects that were so big that I was like, man, I don't even know if I can do this. But then I am totally dependent on God. When I am totally dependent on God, those projects pulled up so well. I said, wow, this is how it really works. I really need to trust God with the small, with the big, with the small, with the small. And yeah, so that's that that that's another one, uh, and that's another one good advice that I can give for any young entrepreneur. And uh, yeah, as you as as you said about entrepreneurship, I really feel that entrepreneurship is really connected to uh, dreaming big. I I believe if you can't dream big, then your business is also not grow. If you really want, if you wake up and your dream is to okay, uh, I only want to do this much, then you don't have a scope to grow. But if you wake up and you have a big dream which challenges you every day, if you wake up with that goal, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to maybe maybe write that down in your wall or in your phone or wherever you can see it. Uh, I I really connect with this when God gave Abraham the promise. Okay, I'm going to give you this 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 this. The first thing he did was it will be equivalent. You can you can count the stars in the heaven or sand in the in the beach. And I feel that that was a picturative, uh, picturative illustration that God gave him because you cannot miss sky and sand every day when you go out. Like there's no way you can miss out the sky. Like it's it's in front of you every day. So every day when he's going out, he's seeing those things and he's relating that. So it, I connected with that. Whatever vision that God gives me, I just write it down. I make it visible in front of my eyes so that whenever I see it, I just come back to it. Okay, this is what I really. I really have to work on. This is what I like. It's very simple. Like if you check my phone, I have a to-do list every day, and it helps you stay motivated. It helps you dream big. So dreaming big is a is is a key part of your business. Is a key part of your organization, and you really need to surround yourself with people who can dream big with you. I have like some crazy dreams, which if I share to some normal person, he would like, hey, "You're stupid," or "What are you thinking about? What do you think you can do?" but i have people who i can share the craziest dream with and they said okay this is good we can really get something out of this and there are some dreams okay i think you just need to dump it to the closet or something like that and that's and just to close this off i think one of the good last advice that i want to give people is to learn to say no the problem with my thing is like i didn't know how to say no to people and i would just say everything which eventually uh, brought a lot of uh, fatigue in my body tired me out and even the business stresses me out and everything so the last advice that uh, advice that i would want to give to young people or entrepreneurs is 
this to just be uh, at a place where you can say no learn to say no you don't have to say yes to everything and and this notion of where everything okay i can pull everything off is wrong i know what my forte is now, now now if there are certain projects that comes my way where i know that okay this is out of my range or like this is not something that i am good at i would just say no and when you say no you're actually being true to yourself you don't bring yourself to a place where you are stressing out constantly you are being in a mental space okay this is freaking me out this is freaking me out you don't have to do that just say no to the things that you think that won't work out i think that's the last advice that i want to give to people young people wow. i mean you know if you if you some of what just nehemia abraham just said dream big stay organized uh surround yourself with people who are better than you and uh, people who actually you know help you grow in your vision the fourth one learn to say no i think if you do these four things you can be a pretty good entrepreneur and yes have a vision you know i think that is the main thing uh, what nehemiah i mean we just explored nehemiah as a ceo and as a founder and also as a visionary i think these are like the three major things that as any entrepreneur has started something stands for and being a ceo being the founder of the same company and also being a visionary and all these three positions are, are go hand in hand it is like you cannot just be a ceo i mean once you you need to have a vision you need to stay focused on what you have to do and i think that pretty much sums up about the story of nehemiah abraham this this is one of the crazy stories you know i think you probably have heard and you know and i i still remember like we had a two hour conversation the last time and it was like totally crazy about how he shared his story being the notorious kid and now being uh, actually being an entrepreneur who is actually hosting conferences i think the schools that he was expelled from those schools actually called him back to speak to their speak to the kids over there and i think that's amazing you know that's a huge story and you know and i don't think most people have that that, that that's like a payback you know I, i think you could actually go back and talk to the people uh the same people who kicked you out you know they're actually calling you back in and i think that's pretty amazing so guys that was the story of nama abraham thank you so much nama abraham for actually being with us on this podcast and i believe that this story is going to be so much inspiration and motivational to a lot of people i i hope that it casts a vision into other people into young people who actually want to do something new and thank you so much once again for being here it, it was a true honor and this is so much fun to have you over here and i hope you know once your outpouring 2021 is done we'll actually have you back again and with some sharing some crazy stories about how you actually did that and i'm 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 actually booking you right now i'm actually writing down the date so you know i i, I I'm, this is a formal invitation yeah yeah thank you so much matthew i really believe what you're doing is bringing change in a lot of people who are listening and this is not just about views and listeners you have but i feel this is something that's going down the generation so i really believe that you're doing something really good and i look up to you as a visionary and as someone who can really uh, impact generations to come thank you that's that's so sweet of you that's i mean i'm i'm actually flattered by those words so th- once again thank you so much you know for for sharing with us your story and uh, and all your visions in this podcast and to all those people who are listening to us this is the bell with the podcast we just had Nehemiah Abraham the CEO of Word Gift India the founder and CEO of Aleph Productions and the visionary of Outpouring Conference on this podcast he just shared his amazing story and you know the the, the links to his organizations and his pro- profiles in Instagram is actually there in the episode description go ahead and check him out and you know you, you can just DM this guy you know he'll he'll answer any question that you have and you know he's a really great guy to talk to and you know make sure that uh you guys interact with him follow him and 
and you know make sure that you stay tuned about what this guy is up to in india and especially in the middle east so once again thank you nehemiah thank you to all our listeners who are actually listening to this podcast once again we we thank you from the bottom of our hearts please do review this podcast if it if it has inspired you and you know if you need any help or follow up do hit us up on our website or all on our profiles we are here here for you 24/7 once again thank you so much for tuning in and make sure you stay tuned with for the next episode with uh, with another visionary with another entrepreneur thank you so much and have a great day <music>